Dun, da, da, da. What's up, guys? This is your host, Jay, and welcome to the 91 Perspective Podcast. My show allows a safe space for people of different backgrounds and perspectives to talk about various topics and issues that you may not be aware of. And I want to say, Happy New Year, guys! 2020! Welcome back! Welcome back for another season of the 91 Perspective Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. If you're listening on this beautiful Friday, January 17th, welcome, welcome. So, first off, I want to just say thank you for everyone out there that has been listening to my podcast, and thank you for any uh new viewers any new uh audience that's out there viewers you guys are not watching this but for any new audience that is listening to me right now thank you for listening to my podcast Uh, i put a, a lot of my heart and soul into this and for each season for each episode i try to get better with the content i provide and also um a little bit i just give a little bit more of myself each and every time that i do these episodes but the main purpose, excuse me, for providing, I'm sorry, excuse me, for providing this podcast, is like I said, um, this is a safe space for people of different backgrounds and perspectives to talk about various topics and issues that some places you may not be able to express. So I just really wanted to provide that platform and try to help people in any way shape i can to be able to like i said to express themselves um i know for myself um i i know for for a time like for a time for like a long time ago i actually um in fact i'm gonna hold on to that i'm gonna hold on to that I'm going to add it into this segment and, um, but I'll get to that in a little bit. So I, I taken off. Um, I had finished my like season one last year and I took off a couple of weeks to kind of just like plan out what is I wanted to do with this, uh, second season. So there's a lot that we're going to, we're going to go into, but I, I want to let you guys know what's been going on with me. So man like like since the the beginning of of this year like the first couple of days the week or two i've been going through so much with my family my personal uh my personal life with my family um mainly um my relationship with my girlfriend and also my career path like my employment like those are have been some things that i have had some challenging moments with so you you know you guys i don't know if you know i don't i don't remember if i told you in the last seasons but you know i have a mother and a brother and you know and i have obviously extended family let me re-say that. Obviously, you guys don't really know me like that, so I can't just say obviously. That's just a, a phrase I use. But but um, when it comes to my mom, um, I have a lot of career ideas and, and goals that I want to achieve, and sometimes she doesn't um, she doesn't see eye to eye with my vision on where I'm trying to go and and take my life forward and there are certain jobs that I want to go after or do, but I feel like I would kind of get held back from other people and, and just having that support system for my mom. So let me get to the main issue. The main thing is having a parent that doesn't support you in the things that you want to do but they care about your well-being overall. So they, they want you to do some of the things that they they believe will will keep you, will keep you, keep a roof over your head, will keep you from, you know, being being able for you to provide, uh, uh, provide for yourself to take care of your bills. Um, the things that every most parents, sane parents want for you. 
but I, I think myself being a millennial and just having a different viewpoint on life and seeing how things are changing all around me and that my mom doesn't see it the same way I do gets me frustrated and upset. And now I want to say before my, I, I said before my mom, my mom, my mom doesn't see my vision. My mom doesn't see that. I don't want to do this job. I want to do that job and things of that nature. And, and how she has a different viewpoint from me. And I want to say to anyone out there, cause this is something I had to come to, with, to grips with and, 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 and just be honest about there's nothing wrong with my mom's viewpoint. Because I know a lot of us, we want to feel like that that type of support from our parents because we feel like that's a part of the love aspect as an adult that we that we need. And we don't need the little baby goo goo gaga. Ooh, a little bit. We're past that point, I think, as young adults, <clears throat> excuse me, that are getting older, more so than money or having a roof over our heads or, you know, or putting food on the table. We just need that moral support, that belief support system from our parents, the one that brought us into this world to really be there and just say, I support you. I don't have to give you money, but I believe in you. And the truth of the matter is they don't have to do that. I know, uh, you know, my phrase, I would say, sad to say, but it's not really sad. It's the truth. I'm changing that mindset. With every episode, I'm I'm getting better. And just hearing myself talk out loud and, and hear these things. And I also, this is something else I realize. With the platform that I have, I'm privileged because there are other people in other countries that don't have this platform. And I have a responsibility to do right. So... I want to clarify some things for you, for you guys. Um, share this with your family and friends, whoever. For people in my in my category as millennials, your parents don't have to agree with everything that you do. They don't have to support you in everything they do. They don't have to believe in what you believe in. They're your parents, and it's our jobs to love them regardless. Now, if they're unreasonable and they're not sane and or you don't like their rules, that's fine too. You have the choice to leave. Now, if you can't leave, because I'm in that situation, financially, I can't support myself at this moment. But if you have the opportunity, if you get an opportunity to get a job, if you're able to to pull funds together on a consistent basis to be able to support yourself, if you're able to move away to a family or friend's house, if you're if you're able to, you you believe that you want to separate yourself from your parent because at this point in your life, it's no longer productive and conducive for your mental health. I'm talking about you. I'm not even talking about your mom or dad. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your spirit. It's not good for you overall um, keeping a positive mindset and you want to be separated from them. You have you you can do that. You have every right. And if you want to do that, you got to prepare yourself and you have to make a plan. And look, at the same time, I want to say there's nothing wrong with them not believing in you or not um, supporting you. Now, I know that how that sounds. Well, what do you mean is there's nothing wrong with them not supporting you? Let me ask you this question. And this is something that we really have to access up and, t- and take accountability for our feelings and our actions, right? Um, do you support everything that your parents do? Do you support every decision, every belief that they have? I'm sure that's probably... Uh, no, because if that was the case, you would go right along with everything that they believe. But no, that's that's not true. See, we're individuals and we have our own minds. We could think for ourselves. There are communities. I'm not telling you 
to hate your your parent. I'm not telling you to stop loving them. I'm not telling you that you, you, you can't talk to them from time to time, but maybe you don't have that relationship. No, probably a lot of you don't have that relationship. It's okay because guess what? There is still hope. You can always, excuse me, spit something out of my mouth. You can always um, have a friendship relationship with somebody that even though they're not blood related, they understand you. You can have a relationship with someone else in your in your in your family. Maybe an older sister that is close to your mom's age, or because that does happen, or an auntie that you know that understands where you're coming from. You know, you can't get every one thing. Every one thing. Does that even make sense? There, when it comes to one person. They cannot hold all of which you need from them. You can't get that from one person. The only one that you can get that from that is perfect is Jesus. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying that your parents are not perfect. You can't get everything you need from them. Even emotional support, you can't you, you can't get that. If they wasn't taught that, if they didn't if they wasn't shown that, if they're not gonna make the decision in their heart, in their mind, to give you that support, you can't force them to do that. And they're your parents. They, they listen, you listen, you you soon realize as an adult, they're they're just figuring it out just like you. <laughs> That's the truth of the matter. So Let's get off our high horses as millennials. Let's take responsibility for how we do our actions. Let's take responsibility for the things that we think, our thoughts. Feelings are going to come. We, there's nothing we can do about feelings. You're going to feel. Just, just take accountability and responsibility for your thoughts and your actions. Because what you think, things will come after those thoughts your thoughts become things now I went to that whole spill because everything that I said about my mom not really supporting me on some of the things that I believe that there there's a half truth she does support me enough she does believe in me but she wants me to go about it in a more practical way Get a job that you can do to support yourself and go after those things that you want on the side. She may not say that part, go after the things on the side. She probably more so leans towards um, getting like a federal or state job. A lot of the older folks from that day, that's how they made their money. I am not, (coughs) excuse me. And it's not just about the money. I'm so sorry with the burping. I just finished eating breakfast. Um, <laughs> it's not just about the money. It's also the benefits that come with it. You know, uh, dental, medical, 401k, all, you know, pension, all those things, the, the whole nine yards, right? Um, our generation, 40 plus years, we don't know if there is going to be a, um, a substantial benefits package for all of us. Even like Social Security, that's another thing. We don't know if we're going to be able to survive off of that. Um, so Social Security is based off of the jobs that you work and how long you work them. And so I think for a lot of us, we're, we're more entrepreneurial. That's why, this is one of the reasons why I started my podcast. I want to build a legacy that I can fall back on because I know I'm going to get old. I'm getting older every day, but I'm going to be old one day and I'm not going to be able to do the things that I was able to do in my early 20s or late 20s or 30s and 40s. You know, these are my earning potential years and I'm trying to make the most out of my youthful energy that God's blessed me with to make something out of myself for the long term. I'm not about the short term, willy nilly, off the fly, hands down, take your hands off the wheel type of decisions. I want something that is going to last, that I can enjoy doing, that I can be proud of. I'm making a difference and it's going to support me until the day that I die. Now, with that being said, um, while I'm still here, 
I the best way I can avoid conflict is if I take a step out the house, go work out. I actually start working um, soon. Actually, this week I'll be working, or I've already worked because it's this uh, it's this coming out today for the uh, Friday. So today I will be at, while you're listening to this. I've probably already worked or, 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 or whatever, or am working. Um, yeah, so this is recorded Sunday. So just so you guys know, so, you know, let's talk about that right now. I will mention this. I don't know how much of the behind the scenes I want to let you guys in on when it comes to my podcast and, and the days I record or, you know, when I record, how I record all these different things like that. So probably just let you in a little bit. So pretty much this is pre-recorded. So if you're listening to it today, Friday, whether I put it out for the morning time or afternoon or evening, which, whichever time you're listening to this, I am working. So got that out the way. I'll figure that out as time goes right now. As time goes on, these things grow. Now, with my brother, I don't really say too much about my brother. Um, we have an understanding as men that we have a lot that we want to achieve. And we don't have the strongest relationship with our mom that we would like. But I will say this. Our mom has been gracious and great to us where she didn't, she doesn't, she didn't just kick us out or anything like that. She still uh puts food on the table you know we more so nowadays we cook for ourselves me and my brother uh we'll buy stuff from here from here and there but if my mom does make food and and you know i mostly eat the food my brother really doesn't eat my mom's cooking um but my mom has overall hasn't pushed us away but as far as just having a conversation and enjoying like talking to her, we don't really enjoy. Like, you know, God rest my father's soul. We had a stronger or closer relationship with our dad because we were more so involved with him a lot more. Um, and he was a lot more open about his personal life. So we felt a connection. Our mom is wasn't raised like that. And um, our dad's American. Our mom is Caribbean. That's another thing I forgot to mention. So the federal and state job, like a lot of, whether you're American or Caribbean or from another country, when you come, when, you're, when you live in America and you know all the benefits that they afford you, then it's like a guaranteed well-off thing. But I'm sure a lot of our parents didn't calculate how the internet world would take over and shape and change a lot of the old things of the past into new forms of media. We're in a highly advanced technological era, so our, our parents could not have foreseen this. As the young ones now, we have to do our best to learn how to navigate this thing called the internet, Google, social media, all these different things for the next generation. We're the ones that's going to be teaching them. We're the ones that's going to be showing them the way. So we have to do our part because it's not for them. They're not going to understand it. They don't, they don't understand it. That's just what it is. And it's, it's no type of animosity or malice. When I say that about older folks, um, when it comes to this, it's just, it's, the way of the world old things die out new things are born but even with that being said I don't want to a lot of my younger folks that are around my age I don't want you to get this misconstrued you still have to look towards the old which complements the new there is still a way a method that has continued and has continued to be consistent and successful you know if it's not if it's not broke don't fix it so some of the old school ways that our parents go by and follow by has worked and there's 
and it's, there's nothing wrong with keeping some of those traditions and methods that our parents have taught us. You know, look back into the ancient times. A lot of those things that our ancient ancestors have done has carried over in some way, shape, or form into the new age. It's it's just like I'll give you a Naruto reference for all my anime watchers who support um, Naruto. They they love that. That's like one of my all-time favorite animes the second hokage created certain jutsus the multi-shadow clone jutsu naruto took the jutsu and perfected it he was able to make more clones and master it to the point where it it was a useful tool that aided him in practically all of his battles throughout the story so taking an old idea and just making it better it's it's the it's a common theme across time. People do it all the time. We see it done in technology. People take an old invention and then re re refine it into something better. That's just that's that's the whole point. That's what we do. That's what it is. So um, let's just let's just understand. We have our place in the world as millennials, as younger people, and our family members our parents that are older than us they have their place in the world and just you know love them for who they are they're not going to change it's just is what it is and there's nothing wrong with that um as long as they're not harming you in the process they're not harming your well-being and if you're able to get out from under um tyrannical elders because there are those i'm not going to ignore that as long as you, uh, excuse me, you, if you can get away from them and you can do what you possibly can and you don't want to talk to them, that's perfectly fine too. You know, this is life. Nothing's perfect. They're not perfect. We're not perfect. Um, so yeah, the past couple of days and weeks to this point has been like, whoa. Okay. Um, on my part, and I'm sure you guys have gone through some things too. As far as my girlfriend, uh, I do want to mention that before I go on to my, my, my next thing. Um, me and my girlfriend, we have gotten stronger, stronger in our relationship. I've, I've, she's shown, she's been showing me the support that I've been needing and looking for in my life. And, Anything that comes up that's a challenge is going to be a test. There's no way you can be in a relationship with a person and and it's not going to be tested. That's just the nature of life. Everything is tested. Everything has to have a test. When I was younger and naive, and I was, I didn't take this into account. I didn't factor this in because it it just, I couldn't fathom it. Um, But, and 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 I asked the question, why does it have to be tested? Why can't we just all get along and do what we need to do just this shit everything should work out but i didn't take into account of um being with someone that has a different family of origin the way they were raised where they was raised the values they that they were raised in i didn't factor in ageism when the older you get your ideas change your body changes I didn't take into account of society and how things would change over time and what would be acceptable and not acceptable in different eras. I I didn't consider the totality of life because as a kid, I didn't have that experience. I didn't know any better. I was naive because I could not foresee and take into consideration all these different factors that will now meet at a point where you and another person are deciding to be in relations and eventually create a union amongst one another and how these things can go upside down if you are not if you don't have your wits about yourself and stay on point in the relationship like these things play a factor to why people stay together or break up and that's that's what kids have they're naive because they don't know they just don't have the wisdom which comes from experience anyway or from the higher above now you know so i'm thankful for um my girlfriend and i have we've we've gone through a lot but we've gone through some nice ups and some low downs <laughs> some low downs, low 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 down um so 
I'm looking forward to this year and what whatever it brings. Another thing that I've been getting better at. Did you know this is a new segment, guys? And I'm going to use it for myself. Another personal detail that I'm very proud to speak about and I want you guys to know. So, did you know, speaking on relationships, me going through the struggle has actually grown my relationship with God. Now, this is some of the things I'm looking forward to in 2020 and and moving forward in my life. But to focus on this first, um, I'm going to talk first about, I'm going to talk mainly about God in, in this segment of Did You Know? So, I have struggled with my relationship with God for a very long time. Why? Because I'm human and I just want to do whatever it is that I want to do. And there's times where I still have that struggle and I want to do whatever it is I want to do. And God allows me to still do whatever it is that I want to do. God gave me free will. Here's what I was wrestling with. The consequences of the choices that I make with my free will. Let me say that again. I'll say it slowly. What I had to wrestle with as a free autonomous being was the direct consequences of every free choice, every free action that I take. Wrestling with dealing with the consequences. See, here's the thing that a lot of people don't admit, but this is what they feel. You've given me free will, but you're saying if I do this, this is the end result that I'm going to get. This is the this is the consequence of my choice that I'm going to receive. But I want to live this way. Why can't I live this way? I think this way is good for me. Why should you tell me how to live? That's not the way I want to live. Oh, my friends, this I'm going to use the word again. This is what it comes down to. Oh, how so naive you are. Now, I say this is a safe space. You know, I plan on having guests on my show and we, you know, talk openly and not badger them. That just, there's, it's not badgering. Let me put it to, let me give you this type of illustration. Let's say a, a parent. I'll use a father is raising up his son in the way that he wants him to go in life to be a productive, honorable, trustworthy citizen in life. And every time his son does something contrary to what his father wants him to do, that is not productive, that is not honorable, and it's not trustworthy in the society to be a productive human being, his father then has to discipline him. But the son calls him bad for doing it. Why are you hurting me? You're, you're not teaching me anything. You're, you're not. You're, you're wrong. You're mean. I don't like that. Why are you hurting me? So to the son, it looks like hurt. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't under. He doesn't fully understand why his father is punishing him the way he's punishing him. But his father's looking at him like. Oh, sons, you you have no idea. You call this hurting you? This is punishment. And punishment is not to shame you or destroy you. Punishment is only to discipline you to get better. You know, it's, it's like, I would rather you get punished here. I'd rather you deal with the pain here than to deal with the pain outside. Here's the truth. Here is the truth. This is where truth and love connect. Let's say the father did not discipline, did not punish his son for his bad behavior. And he thought it was, he thought it was deemed good in his mind because kids are naive. They don't know any better. They have no life experience. He goes out into the world and now repeats those bad habits in the world and now he has to deal with somebody that doesn't love him 
that doesn't care enough. They don't care enough to teach him the truth because that's not their son. That's not their responsibility. Why should I teach someone else's child? Oh, I'm going to kill him. And there you have it. That is the truth. That's where truth and love connects. That's where it meets. And that's where God meets. God, with his love, he loves you enough to tell you what is right and what is wrong. Because he is trying to save you from a greater punishment that you can't get yourself out of. The people out there, they don't, some people out there, not all, but generally speaking, don't love you the way your father or your mother will love you. And I'm sure a lot of you know that. If you don't have a father or mother that loves you or you don't know your father or mother, if you have someone that loves you, they're at least willing enough to tell you the truth because they love you. So when it comes to my relationship with God, like I said, a lot of people struggle with this. I had to come to the grips of, okay, if I keep doing these actions and the cost, these are the consequences that's going to come with it. I can't blame nobody but myself. And God already warned me. So I have to do better. He's given me the grace to, to make better decisions. He knows I want to do better. He knows I'm not always going to choose the right decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. He doesn't cast me out, but he gives me up until uh, this lifetime to make the right decisions and to do his will. And just and to do his will, here's the catch. Because some of you may think, well, you don't really have free will if you're doing his will. Here's the thing. He's not forcing you to do it. That's the key part I want you guys to realize. He's not putting a gun to my head and telling me I need to do this. But he's but he does say, okay, you can do what you want. You don't have to do my will, but just know I am a honorable truthful God this is the consequence that you will get for your decision you chose it you can't blame nobody but yourself because I've already told you the truth now you're like willingly being ignorant willingly doing the things that's not right so me going through my struggles this year um, from last year to this year has really um, brought me closer to God and really understanding that he wants the best for me and there are bigger and better things that's coming my way so I am happy and looking forward to my growth and with my relationship with God and I'm telling you guys this because his word, his message is going to be preached like I'm talking about the God of Abraham. I'm talking about the God uh, in, the, in the Bible. I'm talking about the God who has made a lot of things possible. So if you're listening to this, you have no excuse um, to tell God because this his message will get passed on. Like it, it's crazy how like it's just he has that type of power. Like he, he can do anything. And he and mind you, he doesn't need me. He doesn't need a person to tell it. Um, He can tell it through dreams. He can tell it through his angels. He can tell it through many different ways. Like, he he don't need me to tell people this. He's not forcing me to do this. (laughs) You know. It's just, it's just amazing. Um, So, yeah, that's that's it for that so i'm looking forward to that for this year just my relationship with god getting stronger and closer with him and then and throughout the years i'm also looking forward to my health to my health i have struggled with my health for a very long time for for some of you um gents and and uh and ladies out there that have struggled with your health Look, a little bit of my backstory, you know, my father being from the South, my mom being from the Caribbean, I had a very uh, uh, he- uh, hefty and very colorful palace of dishes growing up, 
especially my dad, because both of them are cooks, but my dad is an amazing cook. And not only did he cook Southern American food, like Southern, not South American, Southern American. I'm talking about cornbread, collard greens, macaroni, peaches and uh, peaches and cream, peaches and peach, uh, peach cobbler. Uh, candy yams, sweet potato pie, uh, fried chicken, biscuits, pancakes, um, grits. I'm talking about p- pork and beans, the whole nine yards. Uh, that chitlins gravy. Well, I never had chitlins before, but I'm talking about that down south food that you can't get nowhere else. Barbecue ribs. I'm talking about pork, ham, bacon. I'm I'm talking about artery clogging food smack your mama in the face oh man i am in heaven about to get a heart attack type of food like fat man and woman thick thighs legs booty arms everything breasts every cheeks fingers i mean you're on like super steroids of food like he made delicious amazing food and i'm i'm sorry i'm giving you guys like a colorful picture of all that but like i was a big kid i'm still a big dude not super big but i struggled because i love food and there was such a great uh consumption of it i just kept eating it and at a young age since i was like three yeah and i'm 28 going to be 29 in april this year so for like 26 years, I've had a hefty appetite. And my mom making Caribbean food, that's the thing. My dad didn't only make that that kind of food. He also learned my mom's cooking. He learned how to make Caribbean food as well. Oh my God. Certain Caribbean food, not all, but certain Caribbean food that he really liked. And he, and he made it well. And I'm just like, I'm in heaven. But I'm fat and like, like my neck I had I had no neck for a long time like since I was like when I was 18 I had no neck I overate I I I I so I was the fat big belly dark skin not that attractive boy that was always pointed out by how dark I was and um the way I look how like my size I, I, I didn't I, I wasn't that appealing to some people and having people reinforce their views and opinions on you at such a young age kind of like indirectly told me that I wasn't good enough so I also use food as a comforter because food tastes good it made me feel good I would eat food if I was bored that's how bad it was. I still, that's still a bad habit that I have that I will eat if I'm bored. And part of it is like, I'm a big dude, so I need a lot of energy, but, um, so that's taken into consideration. It's about what you eat, not like, it's about what you eat. Not so much of how much you eat, depending on what, it, like you can eat a bag of nuts versus a bag of chips and the nuts will be a lot more healthier for you. I actually do like eating, uh, more nuts <laughs> let me not emphasize that you guys are like oh my he said nuts anyway so i had to learn healthier habits once i got out of high school and i started working so i started taking the initiative for my health and going to the gym we have a recreation center in my town and um which i will not name <laughs> and um all you all you need to know i live in new york um, for the time being. Anyway, uh, I would go to the gym and I would, I would go on the treadmill. I would lift weights. I would, I would, I would, uh, swim and all these different things help to get my body, mo- get, get my body mobility, uh, get me to sweat, lose weight. I would go in the sauna room, the, the steam room, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever I can do to lose weight. I did it. For the most part, I didn't play as much basketball. I I did play basketball when I was younger, but not like for a team. But like anything that really cut down the fat, I did it. So at this point now, with technology, social media, apps, all these different things, I'm 
big on diet. Like I love making green shakes. I love spinach, nuts, strawberries with almond milk, a little bit of sugar, um, ice in it. Like just the like, and I have a big sweet tooth. But if if there's any type of drink, a smoothie that if I can have a, a pinch of sugar in it, and even the type of sugar, I don't I don't use white sugar anymore. I bear, or if I use white sugar, it's very small very small consumptions now i just use the natural regular sugar and also my mom being from guyana she would come back and bring the demerara guyanese uh sugar cane uh sugar the regular like if you see the it's regular brown crystal sugar you can see it the crystal it's not that chemically made brown sugar from diamond that you see in those bags. No, I'm talking about the natural brown sugar. And they and nowadays, if you go to Target, they have different versions of sugar. You got the white powder sugar, you got the regular white sugar, you have the brown sugar, the light brown sugar, the cream sugar. Like they have variants nowadays. Whole Foods, Target, any health food place nowadays, Trader Joe's, any health food place, which I love now, is a big thing now. I love it. Um, they have variants now, so many different options. So I'm looking forward to my health because your health is important. Please, it's okay to be thick. Like it's okay to be thick and beautiful. I love a little bit of thickness on a person, especially a woman. Aside from that, it but it's it's more important to be healthy, whether you're thin thick fat and I I know let me take away the fat if you're thin if you're thin or thick in fact I'm gonna add fat or or if you're or if you're even skinny skinny know what you're putting in your body know what type of habits you have know what's your routine know what does it mean to have a whole a fully holistic lifestyle. Incorporate all those things from keeping yourself mobile, putting the right stuff in your body, and putting the right messages and images in your head so that you can live a productive, honorable, and and, and trustworthy lifestyle. Um, I also have personal projects. I know you guys are probably like waiting to the end, like, oh my God. So this year... Let me just say what is up and running because I was mentioning all last season, but I didn't have anything like really set in stone. So you guys, well, I did. I I think I did mention. So what I have set right now is you guys can go to my first thing. I want you guys to go check out is my social media platforms. The first one I want to mention is the 91 box what you have to look forward to for this year so the 91 box on youtube you can go there that is my youtube channel the 91 box so it's the 91 the number and then box and with that what what this channel is it's my it's it's my 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 channel will have programs will have four different shows on there different titles that will all do different things. Cause I thought to myself, what what kind of content do I wanna put on my YouTube channel? Maybe I should just keep it to one thing and just delegate things to that because people need to know what it is that you're doing, that you need to build like a specific audience. But then I thought to myself, you know, why don't I just make it like a TV channel? Every channel has multiple programmings on it. Why not? Why not be like that? So here are my four list of shows that I will be doing on the 91 box and what these shows entail. So the first one on the 91 box channel will be 91 dreams. Now 91 dreams. I have an extension. You can follow that, um, that, uh, that name on Instagram type in 91 dreams. I post video contents you can follow my journey or what's been going on in my life things I, I like to share and 91 Dreams allows me to talk about uh, my faith with God 
personal experiences that I am going through and then I elaborate more on my YouTube channel. I get more in depth. I use a lot of, of personal examples in my life. I try to I tr I try to figure out what do I want to be vulnerable with in my life that is really going to help somebody. So the 91 dreams is just to give you guys the hope and the dream to dream bigger and better about yourself with showcasing a little bit of my life and how God has taken me from zero to 100. Not real quick, but fast enough to show to show you that if he's did it, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. So that's the first show. Second show I have is 91 Draws. I am an artist. Now, I showcase me drawing certain characters I do a lot of character designs, me creating a lot, a, a lot of illustrations off my digital tablet. Um, some episodes may be recorded on the digital tablet, but I'm going to record it from my camera and you guys can see me create certain artworks and things like that. So that's another show because I'm an artist. I, I, I've been I've been an artist since I was like five years old. The next show is Unbox Me 91. That's my unboxing show. Uh, I will be unboxing video games, uh, uh, graphic novels, mangas, katanas, anything that interests me. So that right there, I love unboxings. I, I love certain items. Like I'm a big, I, I'm a gamer at heart. I don't play as much games as I used to, but I'm, I'm a gamer at heart. I'm an anime watcher. I love sci-fi, fantasy, all that good stuff. So that's what I like. And just because you you can still you can still be a lover of these things and still be a Christian. That's not your whole life, but th these are some of the things that you can be into, and, and that's some of the things I'm into. And I think people get the, get the two misconstrued that if you, if you like this stuff, you can't be a server of Jesus Christ. And I don't believe that to be the case because God made everyone different anyway and then the last one is the 91 uh the 91 perspective uh podcast i put snippets i'm gonna put snippets i actually have one snippet um on that uh on my channel the 91 box so for my youtube audience you can get a peek into um what i talk about like if you're watching on youtube you get a peek of what i do on this podcast it's not the full episodes. As of right now, it'll just be snippets. It won't be the full episodes. You get, you can get the full episodes on here. Um, depending on how that goes, I may put full episodes later down the road. But those are my four shows on the 91 Box channel on YouTube. The 91 Perspective Podcast, Unbox Me 91, 91 Draws with a Z at the end, not an S, a Z, and uh, the 91 Dreams. Also, I'm proud to say I have two things I want to mention when it comes to this. So you guys can go to my merch site, my merch Instagram account. It's the link of the site. The shop site is in the bio, but it's called 91 Dreams Apparel. I have clothes ready and available that you guys, if you want to purchase, I make um, inspirational quotes, godly quotes, and artwork that I that I created myself, and I put them on t-shirts and hoodies for men and women. So if you guys want to purchase any merch of mine, go to my Instagram account called 91 Dreams Apparel, and all of my um, all of my icons for my Instagram accounts uh, have a red uh, have the red theme. They're all 91. So if you want to find the shop site, the link is in the bio. I will be putting more content every week. Um, you guys will see at least three sh uh, shirts in inventory every single week. So you guys will be able to purchase shirts whenever you want to. I have a bunch of different designs that I've that I've created. So please, guys, go check that out and, and see what I'm doing with that. Also, 91 Draws. I have a 91 Draws Instagram account. That's 91 Draws with a Z, not an S, um, on Instagram. So I have three Instagram accounts, 91 Dreams, 91 Draws, and 91 Dreams Apparel. You guys can find that. Follow me on those platforms. Also, the 91 Draws. For the YouTube channel, 
I would draw my favorite characters from anime shows that I really do like. That so look out for that. And also 91 Draws. I will also be putting out content on that Instagram account that will focus on um, a project that I am working on this year. So if you want more information, you can go there. Also, 91 Box, I have a Patreon account. If you want to support your boy for five months, five months, for $5 a month, you can go to www.patreon.com slash the 91 box production. Yes. So why did I come up with a, uh, with a Patreon account? Uh, well, I'll tell you why I had a Patreon account. This is actually my same Patreon account that I have for years. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it, but I started to look at other creators and started to figure out that it's, it is just a platform to help creators, help artists specifically get paid for the work that they do because a struggling artist is no good. It's tough. But being a struggling artist, you get to learn different things. If we didn't have a struggling artist, there would be no Patreon. So this allows for you guys to support the content creators and artists that you love and that you want to see them produce more work that that you enjoy and entertained by if you go to patreon and uh my my account specifically the 91 box production patreon.com the 91 box production um as little as five dollars a month you can support me on my journey and i because Right now, I'm actually working on a digital card game that I'm producing, and I want to I want I want to create the beta, and I want it to be a free-to-play game with extra content that I will provide for you guys. To where, um, if you if you are a Patreon supporter, and I'm telling you this right now through the podcast, if you're a Patreon supporter and you pay five dollars a month, it's free to play. You don't have to pay five dollars to play the game, but you will get exclusive content as a member, as a Patreon. Um, you know, helping me out to actually create create the um to create further content for the game. Um. More information I will provide for you guys as time goes on. As of right now, I do not have a video post as of yet. I do have an about about segment, about paragraph on that um, on my Patreon. So go check it out. You get to see what I'm talking about. Uh, so Patreon, I really do like Patreon. The fact that, and, and mind you, you don't have to just get $5. You can give more, but I will create tiers for those that pay more because Here's another thing that I want to also let you guys know. I actually do want to make prints of the cards, of physical cards, because I'm a I'm a player of Yu-Gi-Oh. I played Magic the Gathering before. I played Duel Masters before. I've seen Gwent on The Witcher. I um I also partaked in uh, I believe in, there was another card game. It's it's escaping me right now. Um uh pokemon i didn't i never played the pokemon card game but i always i collected pokemon cards and i realized people can play with them um i love video games i actually wanted to create one for myself so that is a project that i am working on i guess through this podcast i just let you guys know what i'm working on so follow your boy and support me um yeah, so you go go check out my Patreon, the 91 Box Production. And yeah, last thing about that, I decided to make it a production company because why not? So as time goes on, everything will be under this umbrella. You'll know, oh, okay, it's the 91 Box Production. This is where all the content it derives from. So it's everything is under the umbrella of the 91 Box Production. The 91 Box Production has a YouTube channel called the 91 Box, which is hosted on the YouTube site. And, and that's where everything comes and flows through. And you can also get other content from Instagram. So I'm not limited to just one platform. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that, guys. Let's see. An- another thing I am looking forward to. Let's, let's talk about it. The three things, the three topics. Okay, so <laughs> as a lover of like 
all these contests. I'm looking forward to uh, a movie, certain movies, TV, TV and anime, and video games that's coming out this year. So the first one I actually want to talk about, the movie I'm looking forward to, and I'm only giving you guys one, the movie, uh, one of each. The movie I'm looking forward to this year would be Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. So I was thinking to myself, is it coming out this January? And no, I looked at the date. The movie is coming out on Valentine's Day. Isn't that funny? February 14th. Maybe I should take my girlfriend to go see that movie. It's, it's not that romantic, but I don't even, uh, my, by the way, I don't even know if I'm doing anything for Valentine's Day, but back to discussion. So Sonic the Hedgehog, um, pretty much what it seems like the premise uh, is this hedgehog creature that's blue by the name of Sonic. He's coming from another world and Dr. Eggman or Dr. Robotnik, which which Jim Carrey is going to play um, Dr. Robotnik, which I think he's like a good pick for that for that movie because um, he's kind of wacky and crazy, but um, and very thoughtful. Uh, this is a childhood um, game like that I played for a very long time. I used to watch the animated show. Um, I used to play a bunch of the games. Like I, I mean, this was a staple amongst my friends. We you, we used to play Sonic. We used to run down the street. We have we have a hill going to like the, the the bodega down the street, yo, or corner store, deli, whichever we want to call it. We used to run like Sonic and Shadow. I used to be Shadow because I love Shadow Hedgehog. Red and black is like my favorite color. So he was like the dark version of, of, of Sonic. And then you had Sonic, like the blue. He's like kind of like the atypical hero, like cool dude. So I'm looking forward to this live action movie. I, I don't know if you guys remember when they came out last summer with that atrocity of, 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 of Sonic. That model that 3d model that they created of sonic was horrible he looked like a human being yo the internet was so bad they roasted the the studio so horribly they postponed the movie and and remade a new model that fit the like was a more closer representation of the source material uh, uh you know so now they got it back it's better than ever so i'm looking forward to february 14th Sonic movie oh my god so it's kind of funny how they just like roasted the studio but like you know it, it was necessary if, if people kind of just felt back and didn't say anything um we would have got that atrocity <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that big in anime big in anime community and, and for, for TV as well um that's coming out this year later fall this year Attack on Titan season four, the final season. Oh my God. I've been following this anime since 2013 for seven years. I remember back in 2009, I remember going to the mall and I, I, I saw the first volume. It was on the shelf. The first manga volume of Attack on Titan. I opened... Like, what caught me was the picture of the Colossal Titan on the cover. Aaron and trying to go against the Colossal Titan. And it, it looked horrible. The artwork was terrible. I, I was, I'm a better artist. I'm like, yo. I'm like, this... And I said to myself, this would never get an anime. And lo and behold, it got an anime. I, I've only said that about two shows. Attack on Titan and One Punch Man shows that like i guess the things that i think that's not going to happen or not is or not going to work it comes into fruition because i just think i didn't think the ideas was like like tv like it, it was oh what's the word i'm looking for thought that was i didn't think it was tv quality so i honestly really didn't think it was going to get an anime i didn't think anyone was going to watch something like this and then when i found out this was the the actual show i'm like oh my god 2009 four years before i said it wouldn't get an anime four years later it gets an anime and now i love it and it's one of like the most craziest animes out there like if you like if you guys like if you don't know about Attack on Titan, which you probably should know, go check it out. It's such an amazing, it's such an amazing anime. The manga is even great. The artist has gotten better over the years. It's and 
just to let you guys know, it's one person that writes the story and creates the artwork. Now, he may get help from his editors. They may, like, add, like, different tastes and touch to, like, you know, maybe give him advice and maybe you should do it this way or whatever. But it's mainly one person. So, they're supposed to be coming out this year of 2020, um, fall. So, I'm guessing around, like, October, November. I can see them pushing this, the, the anime um, airing like either a week later than what like whatever date that they give I can see them pushing it to like the uh, a week later or two or maybe like push it like towards like November December only because here's the thing the author of the manga he is still writing and creating the manga chapters as we speak and his chapters his his chapters come out every month they're monthly and they need those um manga chapters to animate um uh the season now here's what i'm suspecting that they're going to do right this is what i'm suspecting because the creator hajime isayama is that hajime yeah hajime isayama um he plans on ending the manga this year. Where they are right now in the story, they're pretty much um, this year. They came out with chapter one twenty-five. It's it's pretty much the climax of the series. It's pretty dark. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't know how he's going to pull it off. I can only anticipate maybe like if if he gives if he gives himself or if they or both the 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 editing team and himself if they give themselves like a decent 10 like maybe like 9 to 11 chapters so from now up until december like i can see i can see i could see him safely ending the story in uh december the manga so if they do that then what they've done before with the actual season three anime, they will showcase the first part of the, the anime sometime in one part of the year. And then they'll, they'll give like, they'll give it a break for like a couple of months or whatever, maybe two, three, four months. Why not? Just to, just to finish animating everything. And I can safely see them ending the anime either in 2021 going to 2022. Because if you make it 25 episodes, which they should, or 30 episodes, you you have to have all of the content, and they don't have all the content. So that's what I can see them doing. Because I, I, if they ended in five or six chapters, then great. So then they they have enough to still end this end the fr- like. I don't see them going continuously showing the whole season four that's not going to happen in, in my opinion and just from what they based on what they've done in the past of breaking up the seasons from part one and part two and giving a couple of months of a, of a break i don't see them fully like anyway you're not going to fully they're not going to fully end this the this uh season four in 2020 they're pushing it to fall of this year they're giving a lot of time for hajime isayama to finish uh the manga completely so they can do it a number of ways, but that's the more logical way. They give Isayama enough time to finish the story um, cleanly, beautifully. Um, so they give him a couple of months. They air it late fall, early early winter, goes into 2021, break it off into a part one, then come back months later to part two, and then possibly ending it possibly ending next year or running into 2022 realistically that's what's probably going to happen and that's how i see it happening they they they, they gave uh season 20 uh season uh one and two had a four-year uh time time gap in real life because they didn't have enough content to animate so that's how i see the the series ending in 2022 i believe that's how i see it unless they make the episodes short then yeah um so I'm looking forward to that. And then the last thing, uh, one of the games I'm looking forward to that I can think of that I really do like is The Last of Us Part 2. 
So they originally had it, uh, initially it was supposed to come out February 21st of this year, but they pushed it back probably due to, you know, like like all companies, a lot of fix-ups, a lot of changes, a lot of things that they're trying to do and to improve on the actual quality of the game. So they put a second date for May 29th of, of 2020, so closer to the summertime, um, which will be great if they, even if, even if they pushed it to June kids are getting out of school people have a lot more time free time to do certain things this will be like the perfect time for people to um to play the game to get their reviews out to like analyze it um e3 will be coming out they you know they there could be a lot of talks about it. like when i saw the first last of us and mind you, i never played the game i at the time i didn't have a ps4 now i do i didn't have a ps4 and um, I didn't have a PS3 at the time either. In fact, I don't even think I had the money to get the game. Uh, yeah, I didn't have a PS3 at the time um, for the first game because they I know they remastered it, the first one, and put it on part um, um, the PS4. Anyway, the first one I saw all on YouTube because I, I couldn't afford it. That's, that was my way of playing the game. And it, it's just a beautiful game, beautiful story, really impactful. This is like up there with like Uncharted and like close to like as far as like story-wise attack on titan like this it's just seeing ellie and and her being the cure and what what's the aftermath what like is this going to be the final part because i uh since 2000 what 13 up until they announced they announced the game the part two in 2016 um they've been working on this for the past three to five years or three to four years like this is this game is amazing it's beautiful beautiful story beautiful graphics art this game mechanics the, the concept behind it um it's like taking the ideas of zombies but making it so much more like crazier this would be like to me this is like the new age resident evil it's not so much horror, but just in like the visceralness of this world, it gives it that closeness to like Resident Evil. So, um, well done to Naughty Dog. So I give it to them. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to for this year. So somewhat like early this year to late, uh, uh, of this year. So yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. Look forward to more content that I will be putting out. Um, yeah guys i also also by the way i will be doing something special for black history month uh, for february so i will be talking about some great people that contribute of the um, um old and young of the past and present um people that i really like look up to in the black community that made history so guys look out for that content on my podcast i will be talking more about that so if you've stayed to the end thank you for listening this is like the first episode the premiere um i just wanted to give you guys some some meat to this oh my god i just thank you thank you guys i appreciate you guys for listening i love you guys all right we'll talk more i gotta go use the restroom you guys have a good one Peace be unto you. Love you. Have a good day.